Yo, 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 what's up you guys and welcome. I go by the name Arnold and you're listening to the Making Sense Podcast. Yo, 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 what's up you guys and welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast. I go by the name Arnold. This focus of today's episode will be for me to give you guys my take on Thor, Love and Thunder. Like, this is a long and overdue. I'm sorry, I was quite busy. The episode was supposed to drop last week. But yeah, here we are. I'll say this, my overall impression of the movie, I was... The thing is, I've read a lot of criticism around the movie, so I genuinely thought I was going to watch a piece of shit. I'm just, and I'm not even just exaggerating. I genuinely thought that the movie was going to be bad. And I think this, the movie is okay, but if I'm saying, if I'm comparing to Thor Ragnarok, I genuinely believe it's like, it's underwhelming and it's a little bit disappointing, especially knowing that they kind of introduced the new Thor and you have so much going on. They had Christian Bell as the villain. And I felt like that all the ingredients to create uh, a great story and a great movie. So without further ado, let's just jump straight to it, right? So the number one problem with the movie, I think, and this is probably one thing that everyone will most likely agree on, is that the humor is over the top and it's really annoying. I genuinely love the, the take of Thor and Thor Ragnarok. They took this character that was really bland and they give him like they really were able to tap in his funny side and shout to praise Hemsworth because he's really the one who was able to bring that funniness that lightness in Thor and also sometimes that bit of gravity and that's something that we saw in Avengers Infinity War and in Endgame a little bit although in Endgame as well they really you know he was really like a comic relief right and for this movie my main issue is now, with the over-the-top humor about Thor never being serious, always making jokes, always taking stuff lightly, or always trying to find a way to make a situation that's kind of unfunny make it funny, I feel like it, they really dumbed down the character. Now, now, in the first Thor Ragnarok, when he appears as someone was like, like a man-child, in this movie, he really comes off as just someone being really stupid and silly and really dumb like uh, just being a, a goofy right but not in a funny way in in a really like not flattering way and that's to me that's a little bit a shame because what they were able to establish or create in Thor Ragnarok and just being able to reinvent the character in itself and just give a whole new lane where he could be funny and serious now they just only focus on the funny and the humor side and it kind of alter the perception that we got of the character and he's really he seems like he's really stupid when i know he's not but just whenever he's interacting with all the character with many of the scenes he's got with jane or even when he learns that she's got cancer or even when he's trying to rescue the kids thor kind of seems like so oblivious to the context of where he is and many times it feel like he's a little tone deaf and it's, it's a bit annoying sometimes when you see the movie. And it's not just Thor himself in the movie in general. Like, for instance, when we found out that Thor, like Jane Foster, like who played the mighty Thor, shout out to N Natalie Portman, when we found out she had cancer, I felt like the scene, especially like, you know, you can make jokes, it is what it is. But for something like this, I wanted a little bit more gravity. They made all these type of weird joke about stage four, stage like, 
and I get you still a, a Marvel movie and you know you got kids watching it as well but to be honest for the story that was trying to tell especially having someone that's dying of cancer I felt like I wanted them to take a little bit more serious route now again going back to what I was saying when it comes to Thor all the jokes they're kind of flat right it's like it's it's really I really felt like they were trying to capitalize so much on what Thor Ragnarok was and how much it worked and resonated with people and to be honest that's one of the best movie of the MCU but for the second movie I genuinely thought it was going to go a different way and just you know explore a little bit more uh, of the Thor side although like his funny side is always welcome but having given him a little bit more substance and kind of explore a little bit more about his personality because this movie was really about his love his long time you know relationship with Jane Foster and then being able to reconnect and to be honest that didn't really did it for me right it's like i think the point was for them to kind of give closure to that relationship because we saw jane foster in avengers endgame when i saw that she was going to come back as the mighty thor just like in the comics i thought that the mcu would have two version of thor right and for kind of bring her back just to maybe not kill her off but like i think the point was probably to give her like a proper send off which was done beautifully, but I'm a little bit disappointed because I genuinely wanted to see more. I thought, you know, they teased the whole A-Force movie or whatever, and I thought she was going to be part of it. And yes, that was a little bit disappointing for me for them to kind of just kill off the character. The the the, the problem was like the, the constant jokes, Zeus was funny, but just, you know, it gets to a point where like, I just wanted a little bit less humor and a bit more, you know, um, character development right because to be honest although yes at the end of the movie he's really like a dad and the uh, circumstances around him change i don't feel like thor really evolved in that movie and in thor ragnarok he definitely evolved in avengers infinity war he evolved and as well in avengers endgame he really evolved this way he was able to overcome grief and in that movie, it doesn't feel like, it feel like he's really stagnant, right? Like he hasn't really went to any type of real journey, although he lost like probably like the love of his life. And that was, yeah, that was like one of my main criticism and my main um, complaint about the movie because although, otherwise, I feel like the, the secondary character were kind of okay. Uh, I expected Valkyrie to have like a way much more predominant role in the movie and although she had one i felt like that wasn't necessarily like the most impressive the most impressive journey that she could have taken i uh, you know it was teased that she was going to be lgbtq character that she might have a queen we never saw that in the movie and when it comes to natalie portman coming back as the mighty thor especially in the comics she was really a force to be reckoned with and it, it she ended up looking a little bit more goofy than really like heroic right although at the end the sacrifice was was great to see but to be honest that gen i that the movie was really surprised me in that sense meaning i i had one idea of how the movie was and that's probably the main idea that i have with this marvel face for and i would definitely drop another episode discussing the state of the mcu but when it comes to this character I, I genuinely believe that they sacrificed their development and they really wanted to put like so much humor that it worked in Thor Ragnarok, but now I feel like we wanted something else, right? Now, let's talk about another character, right? 
before I get to like the special dudes and, and then I think Christian Bale was a good villain. Um, to be honest, I was quite surprised that they chose him to be the villain in this movie. And I feel like it's probably his performance and his take on the character that saves uh, a lot of that kind of redeemed the, the movie in many ways. I feel like he's not one dimensional. He's really scary. He was really not just by his look, but, but by his whole demeanor. He's really embodies like a real threat. Like someone who actually kills God and has like a, a believable reason that's been tired of them kind of just, you know, not caring about the humans or even the people who worship them. And to me, that was really fascinating to see and just seeing him being this really like scary and just all a little bit more psychotic villain was really great to see. And uh, to be honest, he's such a great actor that I haven't seen him. He's been in bad movies before, but he's never given like a bad performance. So that was like kudos to him. Like he was genuinely knocking out of the park. But when it comes to like the movie overall, if I want, if I was to rank him, I still think that Hela is a better villain, right? And overall, like like I said, this movie it if it doesn't really suffer the the comparison. The movie doesn't really suffer the comparison towards Thor Ragnarok, and that was the movie that came out just before. So when we compare the two, I feel like it's really has a bad look for Thor Love and Thunder because I feel like all the stuff that worked in Thor Ragnarok they tried to do and just kind of take to another level in the second one and that didn't that really didn't work and to be honest the best example the best way to kind of put it is if I don't know if you've seen and I don't want to give too much away but if you've seen Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2 I feel like this is the exact same thing in Deadpool 1 it was fresh it was a completely new character. It was funny. The jokes was actually funny. And in the second one, it's not really a drop in quality, but it's like all the stuff that made the first one work, they kind of tried to do in the second one. And to be honest, the, it really fell flat, like meaning the humor was a little bit over the top. It was, you know, kind of repetitive at time. And it was like the, the, the jokes were really annoying more than anything else. And I felt like to me, Thor, Love and Thunder has like suffers like the same flaws as like Deadpool 2. So, and now closely, let's talk about Zeus played by Russell Crowe, right? Uh, now Marvel has taken this route about introducing like new deity, like new gods. We've seen Egyptian gods, uh, at least we think we saw in Moon Knight, we saw that kind of, uh, you know, the Eternals, although they're not really gods, they're really robots, but we keep on seeing like this new this really new, like, um, completely different version of, like, uh, celestial slash god entity in the MCU. And introducing Zeus was, to me, a smart idea. But the really over-the-top, um, not necessarily performance, but the over-the-top, you know, the jokes with the, the, the lightning and stuff, to me, that was really, like, that, that was... I felt like they got the point of who Zeus was by just like the first two minutes when he was introduced, but the constant jokes of him like just doing stuff and it was like, yeah, it's, I don't really think the movie has great replay or rewatch like qualities, meaning it's a little bit like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Once you see it, I don't really know that if I rewatch the movie, I will have like such a great impression of it, right? So I've only seen the movie once so far. So yeah, that was probably 
uh, the other like kind of criticism but overall yeah i'll say definitely say that the movie was disappointing i didn't hate it but i did definitely didn't love it and if i was to kind of rank the movie i would probably like in like some of the really forgettable one that's that's what it was it was a really forgettable sequel and for taika watiti for him like kind of helming the this new project I genuinely thought that the character Thor was in good hands. I, I don't know, just because the movie didn't, I didn't love the movie. I don't think he's like became bad or anything. But to be honest, I don't know if that's the kind of uh, the, the angle he wants to take. I don't know if I want to see another movie with that type of like, not necessarily storytelling, but that type of like input. I feel like we, if that's, if that was the point of them doing that, I feel like maybe they should go and get another director and kind of go come so he could come and give like fresh ideas and before i forget right let's talk about the the quick cameo of the gods of the galaxy right at the end of avengers Endgame, it was teased that thor was going to go out there and have like some type of adventures with them and actually he did we kind of saw it in the beginning of the movie but to be honest when i saw how it was i was more so like again really disappointed because my, my my point was like what were they doing in the movie if it was really just to give thor a, a good advice so he could just you know kind of come back to earth but overall yeah i, I think like i was a little bit disappointed how the guardians of the galaxy were used i thought i knew that they weren't necessarily going to have like a huge place in the movie but i expected a little bit more overall i don't want to sound super negative about the movie but yeah those are like flaws that i genuinely didn't like but we still got to give taika watiri his credit because he's the one who reinvented the character of thor like because of him how his impact in the both infinity war and endgame was really like it really is thanks thanks to him the same way we have to thanks the russo brothers for like kind of a revamping captain america but for that specific movie, I felt like that was kind of kind of whack. The movie is kind of whack. It's not terrible. It's not bad. But it's like it's really disappointing in many ways and many aspects. So yeah, that was pretty much my take on the whole Thor: Love and Thunder movie. I hope you guys enjoy it and appreciate it. And yeah, peace. And as well, guys, if you haven't, please go subscribe to my Instagram page. The name is at make sense pod and yeah you can check out my daily post about whether it's just the movie industry or the movie coming out or the review or the kind of discussion piece i want to make and yeah so appreciate you guys and peace well that's pretty much it for today folks i hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode at least as much as i did making it uh if you haven't please go and subscribe to the podcast i'm available on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music Podchaser, and i am also available on deezer if you haven't as well guys please go and subscribe to my facebook page it's called the making sense podcast and yeah that's pretty much it for today thank you guys so much for the support don't hesitate to leave me with this to review or comment i would appreciate it a lot and yeah Peace.